everybody. It's Sue Bidstrup with the Great Big Yes Podcast. I have a special treat today. <laughs> Sitting here with me right now is my husband, and he's mortified. He just said, isn't this really awkward? And I said, yes, but in a we're growing sort of a way. So today, we are going to talk about our first week as empty nesters. My son, who is 19, our son, started college today. And so we are here after 20, 26, 27 years of marriage with um, no kids in the house, except that's actually a lie because our 23-year-old is back. <laughs> so, but with her, you feel like, you know, she's an adult, she can make her own dinner, and you're not in charge of her anymore. So we are starting a new season of life, and I wanted to bring Jeff on and just kind of ask how he's doing with all of it. And just let you guys get to know him because I know a lot of you ask me, like, what's your husband like? Is your husband like you? Is your husband really into all this stuff? Does your husband like come on your podcast? And all of the answers to all of that is no. <laughs> He's nothing like me. So this is going to be fun for you to get to know him. Um, hi, Jeff. Hello. How are you? Uh, fine. <laughs> he kind of got forced into the room today for this podcast. So... Okay, Jeff, what would you say is the biggest feeling you've had since we've dropped Nick off at school? Uh, free time. Yeah. Meaning? Yeah. Well, it's just I have no, there's really not a schedule, family schedule. I can, I don't know, yesterday I laid in the pool. <laughs> but that was it. I worked on the pool all day. So, you know, didn't have to go to the grocery store, didn't have to do the normal things. Yes, and we had a charcuterie cook. board for dinner. Yes, I didn't have to cook, because if you guys may not know, this soup can't cook. <laughs> <laughs> I can't cook, and it's okay, and I think I've admitted it before. And it's not that I can't cook. I don't like to cook, and I don't want to cook, and I choose not to cook, and I've set boundaries around cooking. <laughs> All right, so, yes, free time. Um, what would you say... Are your top maybe one or two things that you're really proud of that you did with your kids? Um, I suppose uh, I don't think I ever missed an event. Yep. Uh, coached every sport that needed to be coached and saw every game or event that was played or participated in. Yep. You did. It's so awesome. Totally 100% supported the kids in all of their endeavors. And not just sports, but theater and choir and art and all of the things. Anything they were doing, you were always there, which is great. And so was I. And so I'm proud of that too. I was saying yesterday, I'm really proud of the fact that we went to church regularly and took our kids to church and taught them about Jesus, but also that we had dinner together every night. You were pretty lucky with your schedule. You were able to be home for dinner and you weren't traveling for work and I had to cook or they'd starve to death <laughs> oh gosh this will be the first and last time he's on the podcast um okay so you have a saying of the <clears throat> two things you wanted to give your children and those are wait drum roll good teeth and an education <laughs> okay explain good teeth well I think the first I uh, you know, I, I interview a lot of people for jobs, and the first thing I 
look for is if they smile and they're happy. Uh, and I think everybody would agree that if you have a mouthful of bad chompers, it's not a good first look. <laughs> so I think that's, pro- and that's probably more important than education, quite frankly. <laughs> so I think the education, you know, you, you, you know, they'll be fine. Uh, but, but I think in that order, good teeth and an education <laughs> will pretty much be everything you need to get out there and succeed in life. Okay, let's talk about education for a minute because um, I know you have a lot of special thoughts on this. You kind of go micro on us with the like trade schools are really important and college isn't for everyone. Can you touch on that a little bit? Well, I just don't think that every person needs to spend the amount of money for a four-year degree if that's not if it's not necessary for what they want to do with their life. I also think we've sold the kids a bill of goods that they have to go to college to be successful. And I'd make the argument that some of the most successful people I know did not go to college. And if you spend that time learning a trade or or another discipline, you, you're going to be much better off and ahead of the game. And you won't, in most cases, have student debt. And so I just, I just think, I think we've done a disservice to our children making them think that's that's what measures their success or what's going to be a predictor of their success and I think that a lot of kids shouldn't go to college I think there's nothing wrong with being a contractor a plumber electrician and I think we've made that these yeah to Mike Rose point we've made the dirty job a bad thing and I don't think hard work or physical labor and I think that's kind of fun I wish I would have if I didn't do what I was doing, I'd rather be out there building or making something. Yeah, I love that. And how do you feel about going to Harvard and taking like underwater basket weaving? <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I think you're going to meet a bunch of people if you go to Harvard, but I don't know that after your first job, if it matters where you went to school. I mean, there's a couple of lines of work, maybe investment banking or something that you need that pedigree, but most 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 often it's not necessary and i've not been that impressed with the elite education results right there's a difference between being like highly educated and being able to execute and do well and be successful in life yeah i i just think that drive is the most important if you have drive do you want to? I feel like you might want to quote Gordon Gecko right now. <laughs> no, I'll I'll spare you that. But <laughs> but I do think that you know, just a, a drive to succeed is so, so much more important than where you went to school. I'll look at that, and I interview a lot of people. I'll look at that, but that's just more of a conversation starter than anything. Um, if you can't have a conversation. With me, I don't care if you went to Harvard or Yale or Stanford, it's not going to work. Right. Oh, yeah. It's all about being able to connect with people and being able to... It's people you want to work with, too. I mean, they have to be able to do the job, but you want to be around them. Yeah. And and once again, though, the first thing I'm going to look at is if they smile. If they have a bad set of chompers, they're probably... (laughs) Okay. We're back to the teeth. 
Um, okay, so yeah, that's so for anybody out there who hasn't doesn't know who Mike Rowe is, he is definitely somebody that's worth reading. I love his writing, and I just think he has a really good perspective on America. Okay, so Jeff, what do you think um, are some things you would want to tell your kids? You did tell your kids, or you would like to just share here that you think are important life lessons? Like you have some sayings. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know what sayings you're referring to, but I, I, I'm probably most known for my head on the swivel, keep your head on the swivel comments because <laughs> I tell everyone that. And it's just really basically about being aware of your surroundings. Um, you, I just think if I, it, you can watch people, they're just not aware of their surroundings. And I, I just want my friends, my family to all be <laughs> aware of their surroundings. I think you get, can avoid a lot of trouble that way. So, um, yeah. So for an example, um, basically Jeff says head on a swivel everywhere we go. And maybe you guys have this with your dad, but there's like dad sayings, right? Like there's things in your family that everyone knows that your dad says. And Jeff always says head on a swivel. He also, like someone in the mafia, does not like to sit with his back to the door in a restaurant. <laughs> um, but he does always say head on a swivel. And it's great advice, right? It's great advice. And He's been known to point out times where I'm paying no attention <laughs> to my surroundings. So I think he's especially worried about me and my and his daughters, my daughters, um, pe not paying attention. So he just keeps reminding us, head on a swivel, head on a swivel. I'm usually more in my head, like deep in thought and not paying attention. So um, it's a great reminder. The other thing that Jeff says, and maybe he wants to tell the story of how this came up, but um, we have a saying in our family, and everyone knows who's listened to my podcast that shit is not a swear word to me. Um, so uh, if you're offended, you're going to want to turn it off now. But one of the favorite things that Jeff says is, <laughs> this whole plan is shot to shit. <laughs> and my kids have started saying that and even texting in, and it's just a funny family thing. So Jeff, how did that come about? Uh, the story's too long, but, <laughs> but in a nutshell, um, it was when Nick was in Boy Scouts and we were going to a Boy Scout event and I asked the leader if we were going to have lunch now and he said, no, the whole plan is shot to shit. And I won't mention who this scout leader was, but it was just priceless and it, it stuck with me. Um, and so, yes, if ever there's a monkey wrench or an obstacle within our plan, it is, you're likely going to hear that from me. But the truth is, I mean, we say that and it's hilarious, but the truth is the whole plan is never shot to shit. So we're resourceful people and we realize we can figure it out. And our kids realize that too. And I think that's what makes that so funny is the whole plan is never shot to shit, but it does make us all laugh when, when it happens. Sometimes things don't go according to plan. And we all know that. And so um, for us to just throw up our hands and act like it's just over um, is funny. All right. So what other words of advice do you have for people? Anything? Advice? Um, I don't know that I should be giving anyone <laughs> advice. But, but I like people to be direct, be honest, tell the truth. We can handle it. Yeah. Um, I think that's something that I get better with. Um, as the, the older I get, um, I think when you're younger, you don't have the confidence to tell someone exactly what you think or what's going on, but 
and, and it can it can be difficult. I mean, I on my reviews at work every once in a while I'll get he's too direct, but I I think that's a good thing. Um, I'd rather be direct and to the point than wishy washy. So I think that's good advice. I I think the other good advice is I think I wish I'd have realize this earlier it's always going to be okay um there are very few things that we can't work through and figure out so i i, I think uh my earlier years i spent a lot of time worrying about if things were going to be work out and they always seem to work out uh, maybe just not in the way that you had hoped or, or in the time you hoped or the the exact result that you hoped for but it always works out you're always going to be you're going to be okay so i think if you know that would be, I don't think you should, there's not much to worry about. Mm, I love that. I love that. And as far as telling the truth or being direct, I remember I heard this quote once that said, um, if you care about people, you'll tell them the truth. If you, if you care about yourself, you'll tell them what they want to hear. And so sometimes the way to love somebody really deeply is to tell them the truth. And I love what you said about not worrying, obviously, like we know that like through, um, well, let me ask you one more question on that note, the worrying. Do you think that has gotten better for you as your faith has grown stronger? Yeah, I, I, I would imagine so. I think that probably has something to do with it. And that just coincided with me getting older and my faith getting stronger. So yeah, I would, I would think that. And on the directness, um, you're, you're throwing out quotes there. I'll give you one that I think is one of the, my oh, favorites. Um, Jack Welch, former CEO of GE, always said, if you and I think the same way, one of us is unnecessary. And so I, I really think that a lot of times people want to give you a yes because you or agree with you to make you feel good. But truth be told, it doesn't help. Um, you know, you'd rather have another point of view um, and maybe you come up with a better solution. So anyway, but I, I love that Jack Welch quote, quote. That's good. I actually had an early boss say that to me um, when I was really young. If, if you think like I do and I think like I do, one of us is unnecessary. And I love that because you're invited to the table at work or wherever you are to be you, not to just echo what somebody else is saying. So awesome. Okay, I love that. Um, okay, before I let you go, I just want you to really quickly give us something that you think, I, I really want to talk about this with you, but this would be a whole nother podcast. Um, tell me what you think of America. Is the whole plan shot to shit? Um, back to my earlier comment, I think all things will work out. It's probably not in the way that I had hoped it would. Uh, but eventually, but I, I think it all it'll all work out. Um, it's it's, but I do think we're going to have some troubled times here, and I think we're going through them, and we're watching it unfold. Uh, but I believe in the American spirit, and I believe in the American history, and I think that we'll keep marching on forward and. You know, these are just obstacles. I, I'm pretty sure that uh, December 7th, 1941, people probably thought, oh man, I can't get any, uh, what are we going to do? 
and so I, I think we've worked through all those in the past, and I think we'll work through what we're going through now. I love that. So speaking of December 7th, what else happened on that date? Well, it was our first date. <laughs> it was an ominous start to go to have a first date. Pearl, on Pearl Harbor, Harbor Day. Day. <laughs> well, and guess what? It all worked out. But um, bum All right. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you for being here. I know it was outside of your comfort zone, but you did great. Thank you.